Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... Ankalati. And? And as always, Stephen Bedagliaco. How we doing, boys? Swell. Doing great. You know, so there were a couple of things as we were doing these Christmas episodes that I really wanted to talk about to get us into the Christmas I, we're not, spirit. Are, are, doing we still, Christmas are we calling them Christmas episodes? Yes. This is a Christmas movie. You picked How, how you uh, Yeah, uh, House of Gucci is... Uh, this is a not crime. <laughs> not a Christmas movie at all, actually. Yeah, there's the whole thing where they have Christmas Day. They're on the lovely Swiss villa. There's one scene one on scene. Christmas. One yeah, scene. it's a Christmas movie. It's, a, it's like a giant biopic. Yeah. No, anything with Christmas in it, even for a scene, becomes a Christmas movie. That's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. No, that's... It's not true. You're it's wrong. It's fiction. It's fiction. <laughs> made it up. <laughs> made it up. It was invented by a writer. <laughs> <laughs> This is, I don't know about you guys, but this put me in the Christmas spirit. No, this it might, this might be the furthest thing from a Christmas movie you could have brought us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get a toy from this movie if I wanted it, let alone have a Christmas story involved. There's a Teddy Rock spin. There's a whole line of bags. <laughs> well, that that was another yeah, thing. Yeah, that's something. There's definitely Christmas gifts in this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. So that was like something that I thought, like I was There's like. a Rock spin, yeah. I was like, what, like, we're, we're, you know, we love Christmas, it's a Christmas movie, but, like, what is the area of expertise of all of us? And, like, when people look at us, they're like, these are fashionable guys. Fashionista, yeah. yeah. These are guys that know how to dress, they know high fashion, mm -hmm. they know what the deal is with shit. Well, we are homosexuals. We are. All of us are right now. We're dressed to the nines. We're all in like turtlenecks. We all have like six thousand dollar and plus watches. Right. I love a nice pair of galoshes myself. Yeah. I have a, a strict rule that I uh, employ when I'm getting dressed. No blacks allowed. Uh, By that I mean tones. <laughs> yeah, you meant tones. <laughs> oh my god. You know, you know, a better way of saying that is just pastel only. <laughs> but I like. I, it's great the way your mind works. <laughs> Beaver treats his fashion like a 1950s diner in Alabama. <laughs> Jesus, Hint. <laughs> that might be the record for, like, borderline joke. I should probably cut. Yeah, it was so one. quick, we didn't even start. But that one I'm leaving in, because yeah, I think, I think we saved it, guys. I was going to say, if my shoes aren't a minimum of $700, I'm not putting them on. Like, I, every time we pod... You guys can't see it because we're not video yet. We're all in three-piece suits. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Yes. And then when we get home, we shower up, leisure and then suit. we put on oh, our yeah. leisure, leisure suits. Suit. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Still three-piece, uh, uh, mind you. Of course. But, you know, it's just we're always a, little, keeping it class. a little less constricting. The Reviewing History gang is nothing if not classy. Mm, yep. So <laughs> what did you guys think of the movie, House of Gucci? What are your initial thoughts? I very much enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yes. Okay. I know I'm, I, I think I'm alone in that one. <laughs> I like the movie, but it's not good. It's not good. No. I, I thought it was good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Am I, I stupid? So this is a movie that when wow. it came out, I think last year, it completely split everybody who saw it. I had no idea this existed. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Until you made us watch it, this was not something in my world whatsoever. Well, it's a Ridley Scott movie. Mm -hmm. Our second Ridley Scott. Which you would think would be, like, incredible. And I think I'm kind of... I agree with you. The movie's bad. You didn't like it at all, right? I kind of disliked mainly all of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, my first note is, I hate this already. 
<laughs> wow. I'll say this. By the Enjoy end, Enjoy the I, acting chops of Stephanie I had a little, a little more appreciation for it towards the end as opposed to, like, going through it. Like, mm -hmm. at the end, I was like, okay, I get it, but... It's what did sick. you guys think of Jared Leto's Italian accent where he is channeling Mario? <laughs> oh, it's a me. Oh, nobody cared about Paolo. Paolo. Um, I, it's like one of the most can, offensive can I, things I've I ever seen yes. in a movie. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Jared Leto before. What? I don't. Everyone's favorite joke. I, I know everyone like hates this guy or thinks he's great either way. You didn't um, see uh, Requiem for a Dream? Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. That was a bajillion years ago. S to that's him. S. Yeah. That's him, he's in that? Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 the main guy. he's like the main character. So I didn't know it was him. I honestly thought he looked like, oh God, what's his name? The old dad. The one that's in prison for the whole show. Oh, Rest uh, Development. Rest Development, yeah. What's Jeffrey his? Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was on... Uh, the Ropers. The Ropers. <laughs> I know you love that theme. Yeah. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> yeah, I thought he looked like Jeffrey Tambor, and I thought it was him at first, but I was, then I was like, there's no way he could be that young. <laughs> yeah, the, the accents in this were fairly abysmal, not just for him, it, it, Across the board. Across the board, I, I was just, this is not working. So. <laughs> what did you think of his Joker while we're on the subject? Oh, he's the best Joker. <laughs> You're trolling the, the audience. No, it's like, you know, I think it's better universal than, at this than, point uh, that everyone thinks he's the best Joker. Joaquin Phoenix? Better? Yeah. I think right. people, like, when they looked at the Joker, they didn't understand that, like, he was like mentally deranged mm -hmm. and when they saw the suicide squad joker and it said damaged on the on his forehead the audience was like i get it now <laughs> now let's, i understand let's see who, who who do we compare him to i mean we have cesar romero <laughs> jack nicholson he's like no, who i've never known no, 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 that's not a person you no. made that up you ruined yeah. my joke uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I was going to troll the audience as well by naming everyone who is in Heath Ledger. Because uh, <laughs> you know someone's listening. I actually listening. like that joke better how you did it, though. What? How that panned out. I like that better than, than how... Uh, Brian just stomped on yeah. it. <laughs> Fucking yeah, destroyed it the punchline. It yeah, okay. Punchline was better. It's great. I didn't, I didn't know the joke was coming. The joke was to piss off the audience. Brian did it once. <laughs> I was going to double down. He killed it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know it was Jared Leto at first, or you had to look it up? I had to look it up. Because you I, like, I didn't even know. I don't know what he looks like. You were like, who is this guy? Yeah, and it was Jared Leto, who is a name that I know. The makeup was fantastic. I'll give him that. I mean, yeah, he, the makeup's great. Ridiculous. Everybody looks like the real people. Did you look yes. at the real people? Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. They, did, they did a good job casting. Did you watch this with your wife? No, I watched this alone. Okay. Can you watch this with your wife? Like, this is not a movie. That My wife made me watch it last year. She was all about oh, watching it. You oh, really? And is I she a Gucci fan? No, not really. She doesn't like brands like that. But After she, the movie, did she want a Gucci bag? My no. wife likes Michael Kors. Oh, yeah. My sister is a big Michael Kors mm. person. Every year for Christmas, I get her a Michael Kors bag. Mm. That's mm. very nice of you. Mine likes Dooney and Burke. So does they my have wife. a Disney line. Yeah. yeah. Sounds very Irish. I'm not sure if it is or not, but Dooney they have a Burke. nice, like, Disney line of uh, stuff, which is, and it's not crazy expensive, so it's, it's nice. Nice. So while we're talking about high-end gifts, yeah. have you guys ever given, like, a really bad Christmas gift? A really bad, bad one? one? Yeah. 
not like not the opposite like one that was not well received. Yeah, like if you give someone a Gucci bag, they're probably going to be happy. Yeah. Have you ever given a bad gift that you know they're disappointed by? Like on purpose or all like- not on purpose? You just kind of <laughs> you you didn't do good. Uh, you know, Would you even know unless they directly told you? I know. I feel like my oh, mother yeah. has never really appreciated anything I've given her. Occasionally, yeah. But well, like, what are you giving her? Like when I was a teenager, and I would buy just the worst gifts ever. Like, well, she was right to not appreciate them. <laughs> but like, you're like, here's a Metallica CD. <laughs> oh, oh, that's. I bought my mother Journey's newest album in like 2004 because I knew she liked Journey, but she liked Steve Perry from the 80s and uh. like the hits. She has no interest in listening to new Journey. <laughs> and I went out and I was like, yeah, here's, a, here's the new Journey album. She could not have been less interested in it. Yeah. That she is, that she is never the listened, never right? Bought. She never put it on once. No. My dad took it and thinks it's an amazing album. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it's not really a bad gift. It's just, you know. Somebody else appreciated it. Well, what's your? I, I can't think of one off the top of my so head. So my sister, one year, this is what led to me just getting her a Michael Kors bag every year. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna buy my sister a bunch of clothes because I got an eye for fashion. Well, you're a fashionista. I'm a fashionista. Yeah. So I went and I picked out like a bunch of clothes for my sister, thinking I did a good job. And she describes it today as the worst <laughs> gift she ever received. <laughs> We still talk about it throughout the house. It's referred to as the pilgrim frock. <laughs> it's Oh, you wanted her to be modest. Just I wanted her to cover up. Yeah. It, it was like a giant, like, like not a dress. It just kind of covered her whole body in purple. It's like a bed And it was baggy. Yeah. It like This is a good gift for... Uh, Look, my sister dresses. Someone's chastity. Yeah, she dresses a little too loose at times, mm-hmm. and I wanted it to, you know, look better. Right. Just pull back the reins, really. So I got her the pilgrim frog. I, I think this was a fine gift. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's not that's not too bad. Yeah, notorious in my household as being one of the worst gifts ever received on Christmas. Mm. Have you guys ever gotten a bad gift? I got a box of shit once. We already discussed that on the show. I don't know okay. if we have to rehash. No, that. we could we could let that go. I got a a shirt from like one of my sister's boyfriends at the time. He knew I liked metal, but he didn't know anything about metal. It's just like irons on it. No, no, he got me an uh, insane clown posse shirt. Oh, that's not metal. That's not metal. It's not even yeah. I don't even I don't like him. Like it's I'm not crazy. I, like I'm not an I see You know person. how magnets work. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I was just, that's probably one of the worst things I've ever gotten. They were not together anymore, luckily. <laughs> YCP, they broke up? No, well, no. My sister and that guy. Oh. Can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> he thought you were a juggalo. Yeah. Like, uh, I wish you were a, a juggalo. I'd be cooler if I was, yeah. yeah. We know one. You do? No, we know one. Brian, mainly. Well, yeah, I know one. Yeah, Brian, Brian. Jimmy the hair guy. Oh. Yeah, he's a juggalo. That's my dude. But is he like a full-on? <laughs> oh, he's a full-on juggalo. Full Does he wear the paint? I think when he goes like to the events, oh, like yeah. I don't think like he's like it's he's like waking up Monday morning. He's like <laughs> putting the paint on. Could you go there as an outsider, like a, yeah, like an observer? I oh, could yeah. have a great time at the gathering. We there's, should do this. There's Cave an, in Rock, Illinois. Do they exist anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. The gathering happens every year. We should do it. We should we should go the three of us to see what's up. I'm, I'm not going to. Jimmy that. will get us in. <laughs> we could. Jimmy look, will keep us safe. If we went in, Jimmy would show us a great time. He'll keep I'm us sure. safe. But. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, the gathering 
Ed just picked up like t- like a tape thing that they have here and started like he was gonna Wait. fuck around with he it. He was gonna unravel the tape for no reason while we're recording. And just, mind you, the thing is the size of your head. Why are you picking up something that just, big during recording? I just wanted to look at it. We gotta like pull like, a gate yeah. around him. <laughs> But there's a documentary called Whoop Dreams, W-H-O-O-P Dreams. Whoop. Yeah. Whoop. And it's like a bunch of regular like people went to the gathering and they made like a mini documentary of their experience. Did you watch it? Yeah, so it's, it's a good. good documentary. It's worth watching. From a while ago, right? Yeah, it's from a couple years ago. I, think I saw it. Did they have fun? Yeah. Yeah, everyone was welcoming to them. Okay. Like the, so we the, can go to this. The Juggalos kind of seem like good people. They like, are. They're nice people. They're nice people, but they're fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Let's go to it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, sure. I, I, I want a I Christmas gift. This will be my Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> he just wants to throw shit at Tila Tequila. They did that out there? Yeah, it was like a big mm. gathering moment. Anyway, uh, the opposite <laughs> of, uh, I think, Juggalos is Gucci, right? And Gucci. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good uh, They're like nice com- segue. Yeah, yeah, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. Yeah. So we all have kind of differing thoughts in the movie. Yeah. So why don't we uh, dive right in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sweet name, a strong name. So the movie opens with Adam Driver at a lovely cafe, (laughs) and he starts biking. In Milan. In Milan. Mm -hmm. And he's walking up, like, some beautiful steps, and I think we hear a gunshot, and it cuts to credits, right? No, no, he goes, Senor Gucci. Okay. Then it it cuts. (laughs) Yeah. And there's there's this woman speaking over, talking about how sweet the name is and strong. Lady Gaga. Yeah, it's... uh, Who's that? Who's Lady Gaga? Yeah. Lady Gaga is a singer from, <laughs> I think, like 2008 or nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's won a couple of uh, Grammys. She has won an Oscar. Very successful. Yeah. She was in the movie? Yeah. Lady Gaga is in the movie. Did you watch the movie? Yes. Did you know? Sure. You sure you? You mean Stephanie Germanata? Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, her mother named is Stephanie. I'm, I'm a close Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get a peek of uh, hold on the main character here, who looks like the Italian Dahmer. Well, before that, huh? Who are you talking about? Maurizio. Gu- oh. Maurizio Gucci. He looks like the Italian Jeffrey Dahmer in this. You think so? Yeah, he has the same glasses. He has this. <laughs> it's yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> well, put those glasses on, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I think that's just the 80s glasses, look, 70s, yeah. 80s. It's glasses. that style, yeah. Um, Associate it. Yeah. Lady Gaga pulls up to the truck stop, the truckers. She, yeah, her family owns like a trucking thing. Yes. And she gets out of the car and. She's being catcalled. We need to talk about the Gaga. First of all, she's playing a 25 year old at this point in the movie. Yes. She's a woman approaching 40. Now, I happen to think that Miss Gaga is very hot. Okay. I think she's sexy. I think for a midget. I think that's a divisive thing at times. Um, In this movie or in general? In general. In general. And and specifically, the the movie is what made me realize I think she's hot. Okay. She's hotter in this Um, than other things, yes. She's playing at this point like some kind of young hot tamale to the and the truck the truckers are like oh baby yeah but no by the way she's like a woman who's approaching forty <laughs> and it doesn't really work but you get what what's what they're going for she's I'm not trying to take anything away from because I do think she's hot yeah. but it, it it doesn't um you don't think she's good enough to get catcalled anymore right where where are you at with this she's very attractive in this mm-hmm. yeah. I think she's so Italian. 
oh yeah she really lets her italianness out in this one like because i feel like she's kind of hidden it most of like her professional right. career and i think i'm like genetically predisposed to enjoy this like the big nose and fucking ridiculousness <laughs> oh you see that in you yeah give her some rosary beads and i'm fucking just <laughs> it's over yeah, so. oh she was like dressed like a nun <laughs> he'll leave his wife tomorrow you can <laughs> So I did want to talk about one thing with Lady Gaga. Do you think she's hot? I differ. I really like her in this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't like her at the end when she has the shorter haircut. I'm less well, yeah, attracted well, to her. But at the beginning of the movie, I think mm -hmm. she's very good looking. What about you, Steve? Where you at? She's very attractive in this. Mm -hmm. um, usually I'm not very attracted to her. Um, you didn't like uh, the bad romance video? No, I, I think there's something off with her when, when, when it comes to being attractive to me. Really? I did see her custom videos that she made in the woods, though, which were weird. I don't know what that is. Yeah, she, only she did, like, half-naked, like, <laughs> chanting in the woods and some shit. Oh, she's an ass. It was, it was better than what she usually did, because I like pagan stuff. So, <laughs> but, yeah, she was very attractive in this, and uh, I, I, can, I can see why. By the way, she hasn't had a, commu a music career in, like, ten years, right? I she's think, been doing movies. I think she's mostly been focused on movies. Because yeah. I think she got an Oscar, and now she's like... Star is born She could do this, right? yeah. yeah. She won an Oscar for Star is Born, oh, yeah. Can she be Stephanie Germanana? Do we have to keep up with the fucking Lady Gaga shit? Yes. She's Lady Gaga. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's it. Who she is. So yeah. I did want to talk about one thing. What's that? So do you remember there was someone who started a rumor when we used to work together at Applebee's? That we would drive around with this guy we worked with playing Lady Gaga together. And you and made him cry about it. <laughs> what? I didn't make him cry about this. It was something else. Mm -hmm. But do you want to explain this? There's a guy who I will say that Beaver and I became friends with over the years. Yeah. He is was a known pathological liar. Brian was never big on this gentleman. And when he was around, Brian would get all fucking angry about it. I suppose not angry about it. He's no. kind of like disgusted by our friendship. I just don't yeah. like. I just don't like the lying and like the playing the game. And one day, this guy told everybody at at our job. He was seen as like an outcast, kind of nerdy dude. That he spent the evening before driving around with me and Brian, blasting Lady Gaga and singing, singing. We were all. Was, this did not happen. If we did that, it's one of the gayest things yeah, we've ever done. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, and she's like Madonna-esque in her gay iconness. So, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> some connotations that go along with this story. You made him cry, though. Well, I made him cry because we used to all play basketball together. <laughs> and we were going to... We no, no, you made him cry about this. You screamed at him and exposed his lie. I remember. Uh, I don't remember. I, made, I remember I made him cry, and the reason he hates me to this day is we would all play basketball together. We would rent a basketball court, and <laughs> we uh, we were gonna we booked it for Valentine's Day, and we had nine players. We needed him to play, mm -hmm. and he was like, "I can't. I'm gonna be with my girlfriend." And we knew he didn't have. And a we girlfriend. knew he didn't have a girlfriend, and everyone was like, "Oh, I guess we can't play. This guy's with his girlfriend." And I was like, you don't have a fucking girlfriend. Just play basketball. And I called him on it. And he got very, very angry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
You're a mean person. I'm yeah. not mean. You yeah, wanted you to are. shatter the guy's reality yeah. that he was building. Look, we're all fucking losers who didn't have girlfriends on Valentine's Day trying to play basketball. <laughs> Why do you have to pretend you're better than us? <laughs> Maybe he just didn't want to play basketball. That play. would be fine. He just made an excuse, and instead of just being like, all right, I guess he probably doesn't want to play, you just ripped Tim's heart out. The fact that he has to lie and pretend he's better than us is really mm. what annoyed me. We're all losers. We didn't have girlfriends on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Accept it like us and just play basketball. <laughs> so Anywho. The, the movie. Yeah, the movie. So her dad is um, the truck guy. Now, what I found out is that it's actually her step Her stepfather. Yeah. Yes, her step... Uh -oh. Her father abandoned her. She never knew her real father. Mm -hmm. And in reality, she never worked a day in her life. Yep. She was like... The, the truck business was very profitable. This guy was like a truck baron. Very successful. And she was like his princess. So she never worked. She, like in the movie, she's working at the truck place. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's bullshit. All, that's all made up for the film. <laughs> Which I guess, are they trying to portray her as more likable that way? No. More I, hungry. Yeah, I think they want to show, they want you to see her as like a poorer person mm -hmm. who's desperate to be a gold digger who needs yeah. the Gucci money to mm -hmm. be like successful. Which realistically, that wasn't the case. But you could have done, <laughs> I think that you would have made a better case for that if she was already like some princess, like like a Paris Hilton type person. I, I, I well, think she, so. She's not as, as I th evil. I think the movie is trying to make her more sympathetic with, with the truck job. Yeah, more likable. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. funny because in the movie, like, this is my second time seeing it, mm -hmm. and, like, you can see things played out a little differently. After a repeat watch. After a repeat watching, where, like, the when in their first meeting, it's, I don't think it's as obvious. At the club? Yeah. So we could do, we could get to that scene anyway. Yeah, it's the next scene. It's the next yeah. scene. So yeah. they go to a club, and. She recognizes him Lady, Lady Gaga goes to the bar and tries to order a drink, and Adam Driver's there. Right. Yes. And why is he behind the bar? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. He's just like there because the bartender left or something. And she she asks him his name and he's like, Maurizio Gucci. And she knows immediately. She knows it's Gucci yeah. immediately. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh. Got to get with him. Yeah. Got to stalk him. And like you see, she's like, okay, I'm getting my teeth into this one. I'm not letting this guy go. Yeah. And it shows her like stalking him. The like next day. A couple of scenes. To like just run into him and get it, get him to ask her out. I saw a thing that said that the reality of the situation was kind of the reverse. Like he went after her. He met her and, and liked her. Okay, I could see that. And he himself, uh, personally, I think him in real life is slightly better looking than Adam Driver from the pictures I saw. But he's definitely You're no a handsome man, Mr. He's, Gucci. He's definitely uh, <laughs> he's definitely no looker. He's not like a a guy that people are flocking to. He's just like an average guy for the most part. I guess. You know? yeah. yeah, you know. Adam Driver. women are attracted no, to but money you... and power right. and I have both <laughs> and you know it. What is that? Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in this movie he kind of has women like kind of um, not throwing themselves but definitely attracted to him in a weird way when you know, reality probably was a little different, like you said. He owns a fashion empire. Yeah. Like, this guy is not well, going to have problems he's the heir getting to laid. the fashion empire. Yes. He's not, he doesn't own anything yet. He's yeah, the but they know. Of course. Yes, of course. They know. <laughs> but it doesn't, but at that time, he wasn't flaunting it, at least in the movie. I don't know about real life, but if you're the heir to that kind of empire, why would you not flaunt it? Why would you just go to be a lawyer? Like, 
Well, the movie would have you believe that he had no interest in being part of the Gucci legacy. That, that she drags him she, into he, it. She forced him into that it. That was a lie, though. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, It's hard to say, you know, they were talking about a guy's private thoughts from yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. Who knows, but... He was always seen from what I've from what I saw as like a kind of an outsider, a shy guy, right. not really invested in the business side of things. But uh, that being said, you know he, we know where the story goes and what he turns into. Exactly. And who's to say if he didn't harbor some kind of? Because how do you let yeah. someone just transform your very being essentially? Mm-hmm. You so- know. So I think a thing with it's one thing to push him to be in the business, another thing to make him into a, monster. a cutthroat monster that takes over the business. You know? Ah, he screw over a poor Paolo. <laughs> oh, how can he do this to Paolo? Now I got to go and fight the Coopers. <laughs> Mamma mia! This I like is actually, Paolo. Uh, this is where I got Paolo my, uh, is the most sympathetic character in the whole movie. Yeah, you feel bad for him, but he, it's time. a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually where I got my AKA. Is uh, we've seen this a million times. We've seen it a million times. This movie, yeah. It's just the rise and fall of the regular person. That's every crime it's movie, just, though. Yeah. Yeah, so I... There wasn't I, anything special about it. I had a couple it. of thoughts watching just the dynamic of the family and and then their, their business, their business empire. Like, I don't know if the movie was intending me to think like this, but it reminded me of, like, the Medici and the... the the uh, the Potsies, like the Renaissance banking family. I was reminded of like Ralph Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was good. But you know, it's like the Fonzarellis. We're talking about the same territory. I also thought was thinking of like medieval, like uh, dynasties, like in the the Holy Roman Empire. I think that's Charlemagne. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why it's called House of Gucci, right? Yeah. yeah. It's re- but really, this can be applied to any kind of generational family business, right? Yes. It, it could be anything. Yeah. You know, like, I will say this, and I think this is a kind of a companion piece to Ridley Scott's, one of his previous movies, um, All the Money in the World. Never and like, heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's about the Getty um, kidnapping. Getty Lee? Yeah, it's about Getty Lee. Getty yeah. Getty Lee was kidnapped. Neil Burt took him. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Lifeson was like, hey, man, listen to these sweet riffs. <laughs> and he just starts shredding. Getty Lee is like, oh, God, make it stop. Take these ropes off my arm. <laughs> Bite off. And snow dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that movie, like, you kind of see, like, that money is evil and it corrupts people. And I kind of feel like this is a companion piece to this. Because mm. at first, their love is at its best when they don't have any money and they're free of any influence. That's everyone. You mean uh, Gaga and Driver. And Driver in the movie. Maurizio and Patrizio. They have, like, a great love story and you're you're yes. happy for them. Yeah. And then once, like, they the... They do some, some rough fucking yeah. Yeah. on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortable. So they they have a whirlwind romance and they get married they steal against a boat. his father's, father's wishes. wishes. And I just want to talk real quick about Jeremy Irons. About Jeremy. Well, Holds do you remember one of the conditions he had for uh, them to get married? Which he one? said, "You have to put on this sign and go stand in Harlem, <laughs> Lady Gaga." <laughs> Simon says, <laughs> "Mix the ounces." <laughs> she had to run around New York putting uh, yes. <laughs> puzzles together. On my way to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each of them had seven sons, so on and so forth. 
Jeremy, that scene, the, she goes through the house and she looks at a painting. Yes. And I immediately recognized this painting. Yes. It's a, Did you? one of the most yes. famous paintings in the world. It's, it's actually called Lady in Gold. One of the most expensive paintings in the world. Now, here's, here's the deal with that painting. I don't know why they chose it to put in his house. Because at no time, it's... The fact that I knew this offhand, and I'm not an art fucking guy. Yeah, I've guy. never heard of this. So The fact that I knew this offhand tells me they should not have used this painting in the, in the movie. No, no. Because this painting has an interesting story attached to it. Okay. Yeah. The artist is a guy named Clement, who was uh, very famous in the early 20th century. They say Austria, that Picasso? No, Clement. Yes. Yeah. He painted the woman in the painting as a commission for her husband who was like- Like, a, one, of our, like one of his French girls. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who was a rich Jewish banker in Austria. And he died sometime around like 1925 or something. The guy who wanted the commission done. Yes, and it remained in the hands of his wife, the woman in the painting. Now, she- was alive long enough to see the Nazis come to power and take over Austria. So she fled the country and was forced to leave the painting along with a bunch of her other valuables behind. This painting was then f taken by the Germans and was featured heavily in the movie um, The Rape of Europa, which is a documentary from like 2007-ish about the stolen art and stuff. Okay. And uh, the main plot point of that documentary was her family trying to get the painting back because after the war, it had been given to like the National Gallery in Austria. I've heard this story. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's at no point could it have ever been in the hands of Rodolfo Gucci. <laughs> That's <laughs> No, I think the, the reason for that is to show how rich they are. Oh, of that course it is, but why use that particular painting? They could have used any well, other. I, I don't know. Painting, I don't know yeah. what it looks like off the top of my head, but does it kind of look like a Picasso? Yes. So uh, I think the reason for that slightly. I think the slightly. reason for that is to show that she's not really in their class. Yes, but I'm, all I'm saying is why that That's why, specific yeah. painting? Because it's it's one of the most expensive paintings in the world, mm -hmm. and it's actually I believe I could be mistaken. I did see this in person. Uh, oh, did at you? the Frick Museum in, in Manhattan. Yeah, is it in America? You oh, can only yes. get in there after you online. stub your toe yes. in front of a six-year-old. Excuse me, the new Frick. the new gallery. <laughs> uh, the new gallery is where it's hanging the right new. now. Yeah, I went to the N -E -U -E. new gallery, -E. which is not actually not too here far. in New York. Here in New York, it, you can go see it. I it's actually it. uh, it's insanely big. Yeah. It's, it's bigger than you think. Yeah, even bigger than what they portrayed in the the film. So Jeremy Irons calls her a gold digger right away. And yes, they, he, he spots her for what she is. Yep. Yeah, before we do that, uh, $104 million it's worth. Wow. Mm. Yeah. He spots her for what she is. He's like, Peasant, uncultured do what you swine. Have, do what you have to do in Broomer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> that's mean Willem Dafoe in Spider-Man. Green Goblin. So unneedless. So, yeah, he's so unnecessarily mean. About Mary Jane yeah. for no reason. Why does he hate her? He's just so angry. <laughs> he has to lash out. <laughs> she's uncultured. She's a peasant, clearly, uh, which wasn't really true, obviously, that we went over. So he proposes, and then proposes. he starts working for the company, and there's a fun work montage. Well, he's, he's been ostracized by his father. His father's cut he's him cut, off. Yeah, he he's cut off from the will, yeah. but then which turns, did happen in real life. Yes. Yeah, it turns into Shrek now. Yeah, they play the Italian Shrek. 
And, the, and there's a work montage. I wish I could speak Italian because I would sing I'm a believer I'm in a Italian believer. right now. <laughs> but there's sp- like he's spraying hoses with a guy he's oh, working yeah. with. Yeah, and yeah. they're like all playing soccer. And it's like, this looks like the best place to work. Yeah. yeah they're, all, they're all laughing too. And yeah, having a hosing trucks and fucking on desks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he goes and they have rough sex. So <laughs> I'll tell you something funny that happened as I was watching rough this. rough sex? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, so... <laughs> Were you wearing a garter? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm watching. I can't joke because of what I'm about to say. So I'm watching the scene, right? And my nephew. Children walk. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) My one-year-old nephew is there, right? And, like, he's in the kitchen, like, not really looking at the TV. He's, like, playing, like, with whatever he's doing. He's one. He's not even a real And he hears the the opera singing, though, right? Yeah. And he he's like drawn to the TV like a moth to the flame. And he walks opera. and he walks into the room like he loves music. Anytime there's music on the TV, he'll stare okay. at it. So he comes in and they're like hard fucking. <laughs> and I stop. I stop the scene and like you stop he, jerking off. Yeah, <laughs> I put it back. Put I'm like, back. God damn it. <laughs> no. And he turns his head and like he goes to do something else. And I put the scene back on, and the opera starts again, and he keeps coming back. <laughs> and every time the scene would start with the fucking, he would come back in. Just let him. And watch. I had to, I had to let stop the boy it. Boy, why? He's got to learn how I learned. <laughs> My father learned before him. <laughs> and it's so uncomfortable because, like, it's not just like regular sex; it's like hardcore yeah, it's fucking. Rough. Yeah, yeah. It's but slapping. it's so funny. <laughs> I was dying, and then um they. They play Faith, but not the good version, <laughs> not the Limbisky version. Fucking sucked. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, like I actually made the same joke. I was wondering why wasn't it Limp Bizkit? It should have just been Limp Bizkit. That would have been amazing <laughs> if they just threw that in. It yeah. would have would have definitely satisfied the Juggalo audience. <laughs> they like that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a crossover. I actually have a. a I'm a Biscuit fan. A. F- I found question. out he had like a new album. Yeah. Uh, Did you get it? Fred Durst or Limp Bizkit, like the band. Limp. Limp. Oh. Yeah. They've they've put out a couple since they got back together. I didn't know they got back. One together. of the best shows I ever saw was Limp Bizkit. Come on, swear to God, it was their first show back, like after like their long hiatus or they broke up or whatever, and they did a free show on Cinco de Mayo in Manhattan, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go see Limp Bizkit for free, and I went. And they fucking played all the hits. Everything you would want them to do, they played. Mm-hmm. They were great. Method Man came out. They did End Together now. It was fucking awesome. They killed it. It was one of the best shows I ever saw. Wow. Yeah. I was very happy about it. You weren't even at Woodstock 99, though. No, I didn't get to, uh, you know, go after some girls crowd surfing. (laughs) I had a question, and this is kind of an opinion thing. Did you enjoy the fake Italian accent speaking English? Like throughout this whole movie, they all have a fake Italian accent trying to speak English. I'll say this: like, I respect. Why did they it. just use regular Italian people? For I'll, this? I'll say this: if you're not gonna speak Italian, if you're not gonna speak like when you make a movie, yes, I hate more than anything when all the characters should be speaking a, a foreign language and they just speak normal English, whether it's American, they have or an English accent, English, yeah, and it's t- that's that sucks. Yeah, do do the fake accent. Do it. You like the fake I accent. like the fake So accent. you don't like, like, Valkyrie, where and Tom it, Cruise is like... It, it, it hurts the movie for me. Okay. What do you think of, like, Chernobyl? Did you watch that? Yes. Where everyone, where everyone is Cockney? Yeah. Well, they speak their regular accent. So Chernobyl is brilliant. 
It's actually one of the best things I've ever watched. Like, uh-huh. I loved it when I watched it. But everyone just speaks British English. <laughs> and it, it hurts the movie. If they would it, just do the fake Russian thing. Like, I don't care if it's or bad. Or just get Russians. You need just get, it, just like, get Russians. If it's, to if speak it's absurdly bad. <laughs> Like, like some where, actors in the movie. Right. Oh, me. Yeah. Oh, Mario. Because yeah. he was trying to be Paula. weird, you know? <laughs> he He's a jerk off. flowing but, with ideas. <laughs> but if you just, you know, put on a little fucking thing and do it. I would have rather just have Italian actors trying to speak English. Like, then you're not selling the movie. Nobody know, is going to watch this That's if it's true. random Italians. But what if it's famous Italians? Like Al Pacino. Well, there is Al Pacino. <laughs> but there's like name like Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> See, I think I think she kind of bridged into a Russian accent at points. I'm sure she did because she doesn't know how to do not, it properly. Yeah, it wasn't like. But that's not. I'd rather her do it than not do you it. You like the effort? Okay. Yeah. All right. I honestly thought she's very unless good. it's Costner, then he can just be Costner. Then yeah, like Robert Hood is the, 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 the exception. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of Pacino, we actually see him. We meet him. We meet him. He's Aldo. Aldo. Another one. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to leave this yet. Yeah. Enemy at the Gates. Yes. Enemy Classic at the Gates. movie. We all like it. But wouldn't it be better if they were just doing Russian yes. accents? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> because I like... I, but then again, if they're faking the Russian accent, struggling to speak English, it's going to come off as stupid in that. Where this, it kind of makes a little more sense because they're in America from Italy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like... Eh. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I made my point. Okay. You made, I, I agree with you with the enemy at the gates more so mm-hmm. than this one. So we meet Al Pacino. Yeah. He plays Aldo. Yes. Yeah. He says no. Aldo says, says no. no. <laughs> That's a joke no one's going to get. You who think? Isn't, who isn't 60 years old. <laughs> no one. You think Aldo? All right. If First you, of all, it's not Planet of the Apes. It's Battle for the Planet <laughs> of the Apes. Number five. <laughs> I thought that's the fourth one where they do that. Nope, that's Conquest. <laughs> so wait, Aldo- oh, wait, no, Aldo said no, it was from four. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Wow. He sa- four so or five. They, like, talk about him s- <laughs> they talk about him saying no in, in the four, fifth one. And then in the fifth one, he actually says no. <laughs> <laughs> they make you wait for it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, no. No, I'm wrong. It's all it's all four. It's all four. Yeah, it's conquest for the planet of the age. If we had if we had a rating system of listeners live, yeah. you would see it slowly yeah. ticking They're down. So if you got for it, all of you sixty plus out there, which is probably the people listening this. But wait, if you got the Aldo says no reference, you're really cool. Tweet us. Just go Aldo no yes, <laughs> or Facebook, Instagram, emails, whatever. Aldo Tell no us yes. No. Let I us, didn't even know. I'm on the show. You're not an apes fan, though. <laughs> I'm not. That's right. But why don't you touch anybody anymore? You used to touch everybody. You don't <laughs> yeah. touch. There's no more touch. Why, why don't you touch me? Touch me. <laughs> touch me. <laughs> so Pacino says the Japanese are the best customers of Gucci for some reason. Yes. yes. They love it. Yeah. They Japanese apparently love Gucci. And they're quiet. Which, did you guys look up if that was true? No. No, me either. <laughs> I didn't, but it's... In the 90s, it's probably believable. Should we talk um, real quick about, like, the company itself of Gucci? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Gucci was founded in the 1920s. By Gucci Gucci. By Mr. Gucci. <laughs> What's his first name? I don't know. It's the same Geraldo. Thing. No, it's the same thing. It's Gucci Gucci? <laughs> Is it really? It's Gucci Gucci. Wow. Is that why it's like... I swear, yeah. Wow. And he started as, like, a leather worker in Florence. Okay. And just sold stuff around the town. People seemed to like it. And his two sons, who are Rodolfo and Aldo, Al Pacino and Jeremy Irons in the movie, 
they were the ones that decided to expand the business, bring it to New York, make it an empire and start selling it all over the world and making it this high-end, high-class type thing. And they were insanely successful at this. And what happened after them is what plays out in the film. There he is, yeah. yeah. Gucci or Gucci. Um, so that's funny because I wanted to name my child Rupert Rupert. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're a fashionista. It would have been yeah, perfect. It was shot down. Yeah. Interestingly, there's it's almost like a, a historical pattern of this. That's kind of what I was alluding to before. Like you have this patriarch who's just a master who comes from nothing and makes makes an empire. Then you've got this administrative generation who can build it and do good things with it. And then that third generation <laughs> always seems to up. fuck it up and lose <laughs> it. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you're, they're, they're right. Like, this is this has happened so many times with like kings and and dynasties. Do you think it's like kind of that meme where it's like uh, hard men yeah. make good times, good times make yeah. soft men, yes, soft yeah. men make etc. It's ne- it's always true. Definitely, it's always true. You know. Yeah, that that is interesting. And in the movie, Pacino at his birthday party, which we see, which has like a weird soccer fight. Yeah, with, uh, I, I, uh, rugby. They, what were they doing? Rugby. No, because they're kicking the ball. It was like a soccer fight. But they had a football. No, it was, it was rugby. It was rugby? Yeah. I think it was rugby, but yeah. nobody okay. was actually like playing the game. Yeah. No, they were fucking around. <laughs> they were just fighting. Yeah, it was right. like a And then, you know, they punch Paulo in the face, right. and he's like, oh, Paulo, oh, my nose. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, he starts screaming he Papa sucks. on the ground. He sucks. What a fucking but shit character. Al Pacino tells a bullshit story about how they used to make saddles for, like, for royalty. Royalty. Yeah. And then yeah. the next scene, Adam Driver tells Lady Gaga. But he's full of shit. He's like, he's full of shit. That's not how the business right. was founded. I believe the real story, though, where they leather, they were leather workers yes. first, right? Yes. So they, that was not too far off. But it, it's literally like... They were just making leather. They he weren't making the like guy products. owned a leather shop in Florence in yeah. the twenties. Yeah, and oh, it, 20s. and it became very popular. And they moved it to Milan and New York and, and gotcha. made it a giant thing. Yeah. Now uh, he 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 does this thing where he just keeps telling people to come to New York. You got to come to New York. You got to come to New York. Throughout the whole movie, he just keeps trying to get them to come to New well, York. Well, that's like their ba- their main hub. It's it's their main yes. They're on Fifth Avenue, I'm pretty right. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's like such a status thing. You know, oh, we're yeah. in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Oh, yeah. Right. So this is like, this goes into like what the brand is was at the time. It's insanely expensive stuff that's like for the super rich. It's high end. It's class. Yeah. And Bloomingdale's. Right. It's right, right up there. And Rodolfo. Jeremy Irons is the guy who's kind of like the mastermind behind that. He yeah. he, he wants to keep it the way it is as like this high Preserve thing. the brand. Right. Whereas Pacino. Make a buck. He wants to license the stuff and kind of just put it everywhere and get and just mm-hmm. cash in on that. And when quantity Jeremy Irons quality. dies very soon in the movie, that's what begins to happen. It's the quantity over quality battle. Right. I think we also have to explain for those who might not know. Because we were like, oh, it's on Fifth Avenue. People might not understand what that meant People in New York. In Madison, Rodeo Drive. There's all the, sh- you know, it's, it's famous shopping. Shit. Famous shopping. It's the biggest yeah. shopping block in Manhattan. It's probably some of the most expensive real estate in the country. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, if not the world, realistically. Yeah, possibly. You know? And like, you know. Have you ever been to any of those stores on that block, like a Bloomingdale? I've walked like outside of them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, you ever been in? I actually went in once. Into what? I went into Bloomingdale's. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to look around. Legit dressed how I am now. Oh, I saw that. It was um when the riots were happening on, in 2020. You yeah. were going in there. and stealing everything. 
<laughs> had a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Whose street? Steve Street. Uh, I looked at. I was like, I, I actually wanted a jacket. Like, I okay. wanted a new jacket. And I'm like, let me see what they have to offer because I've, I've never. Cheapest. The cheapest one I saw was fourteen hundred dollars, and it only fit a little boy. Wow. It was like you had to be. <laughs> half my size to fit in this jacket. So I'm like, let me find one that's my size. Minimum was $3,000. It was the John F. Kennedy Jr. Just to like give you an CJ idea. Yeah. Just to give the, the listeners an idea of what we're actually talking about. Gucci used to be like that. Yes. You know, that was, you're getting high-end stuff. And right. then, you know, the knockoffs start happening and, you know, it trickled down. So before Jeremy Irons dies, he reconciles with his son. Yeah, because he finds that he's having a granddaughter. Yes. Oh, we, no, we, he didn't find out. They, 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 kinda, they tell him. Well, yeah. Well, he finds. Yeah, that's kind of what leads to the reconciliation. That right. He's having a grandfather. We also missed a scene. Aldo gets a tug job <laughs> before the tug job. Oh, before the tug job. Well, and maybe after. It's the scene when Selma Hayek is on TV as like a psychic. <laughs> yeah, Pina yeah. the psychic. Pina the psychic. Yeah. Now, Pina the psychic in the movie is presented as like a Miss Cleo type. Yeah, that, this is after the tug job. That Lady Gaga calls up. Mm-hmm. And like she gives her advice through the TV. I think it's yeah. a great character moment for both of them. You know, like that she's the type of person that's going to watch the psychic on TV and call up and and get swayed by it and stuff. So, we, so I looked yeah. into this. Mm-hmm. That's not how they met. That's not how they met. They were they became friends at like a health spa that they went to. Right. And apparently, okay. in the Italian fashion scene of this time period. They all would meet with psychics and shit like that and do tower readings and all this it shit. It was very popular. Well, it's so fickle. And, like, uh, Maurizio had his own psychic as well. Of yeah, course. so did, like, the Reagans. The Reagans had... They love that shit. Grant had, yeah. too. Ulysses S? Yeah. Really? They were big into Seems that. Seems like yeah. a lot of uh, successful people have psychics. Oh, have we been messing up? Well, Ant has his. He just <laughs> has to go to the coffee. Yeah, well, you scared. Yeah, you got scared. <laughs> Uh, you actually missed a, a somewhat important scene right before that. Too. Okay, what I missed. Um, the reason why they actually went to New York was because Aldo handed her an envelope with tickets. Yes. Right? Yeah, he invited. Was he was trying to groom him to be his, yes. his next and He didn't want to do it, but she was the one who was like, let's go. So she was the one pushing in this movie. Yeah, the, for movie, him to do the it. movie definitely makes it seem like she's the mastermind behind making him. A, a businessman and uses sexual like, persuasion at times. Well, she blo- she gives him roadhead. Right, right, right. So, in order to go to New York from Italy, you 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 know you go down on your man. <laughs> if you're in New York though, and you know you're your my family goes Florida. down on you, you go to Florida, right? Like that's what <laughs> my yeah, family's in that's, Florida. That's what I'm they, in New York. That's where they go on vacation. Seventies New York. <laughs> Great. <laughs> They're in Italy though. They don't. Well, know. this isn't seventies at the time. Yeah, it is. It's late, 70s. it's late 70s. Oh, I thought this was like mid 80s. Yeah, didn't you hear the soundtrack in the club? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's still early in their yeah. uh, careers. So Pacino then takes them to his cow farm in Tuscany. Mm-hmm. And he's like, My son is an idiot. You know, I want you to like join us yeah. and take over. And Gaga's pushing him. Right. She, he gives him a job as like an overseer mm-hmm. type. Position. Yeah. Um, they have sex by candlelight, which is hazardous. Oh, we missed an amazing scene. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Oh, which one? Jared Leto calls in Jeremy Irons to pitch him on his designs. No, that's that's right now. Okay, you're, yeah. This is one of the best scenes yes. in the movie. It's Hysterical. Oh, no, I have ideas. <laughs> I have ideas. He's flipping over pictures of them naked together. <laughs> like, even us who know born. nothing about this shit. 
when he says pastels with brown, <laughs> like I knew that was terrible. You know. So there's only one pastel that works with brown. You do. You know, uh, it's only blue. Really, only blue works with brown. It's earthy colors. Uh-huh. So if you ever, so there's a, believe it or not, because we've done video editing and, and Photoshop and stuff like that, uh, the color wheel, right? It's every color that you could imagine on the, the spectrum that we could see as a little wheel, and you have specific pairings with it. So like, if you have brown, the opposite on the color wheel is what you want to pair it with, and you could do like seconds, you could do thirds, where it's like a almost like a peace sign. Where those three colors match. Orange and teal are Orange opposites. Orange and teal, yeah. Mm. So you want to try matching with that. So opposite of brown would probably be blue or something. Opposites like that. attract, I guess, huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you do like a pink with brown. You're no, yeah. it ain't working. Green with brown sometimes works, right? Earthy color. Sure. So he's not completely wrong, but you're but doing Debbie. purple with brown. It's like no. But Debbie, pastels. <laughs> well, in your case, you you know. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Jeremy Irons though has amazing insults at him this yes. entire scene. Yes. Just calling yes. him a fucking idiot. He says that finally there's one thing you, me, and your father can agree on: you are the king of mediocrity. A triumph yes. of mediocrity. A triumph of mediocrity. You are an imbecile. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a so triumph good. of mediocrity. Yeah, that's a great that's insult. Great. He cuts him down. <laughs> And then uh, he just dies. Jared Leto goes, "Ah, did you uh, invent that scarf? And he's like, I did. You know, and it's been on Jackie O and all this. And after he leaves, Jared Leto puts it on his floor and pisses on it. (laughs) And it's like, okay, now you got to clean up the piss off your floor, dude. Before we go any further. It's it's his uncle's uncle's house. It's his uncle's house. Um, Before we go any further, we should say that in real life, the movie would have you believe that like Paolo is the only guy that matters. But there's actually two other sons mm-hmm. um, that Aldo has. So Jeremy Irons is about to die, and he leaves his half of the company to his son, Maurizio. The other half of the company is split between four different men. It's Aldo mm-hmm. and his three sons, Paolo being one of them. Which uh, is part of the reason for the power struggle, because exactly. the shares get diluted. Because he, Maurizio now has 50% of the shares, he is immensely yeah. more powerful than the rest of them. Individually, yeah. anyway. Well, financially and yeah. you know, less say goes to him with the company. I suppose, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's like supposed to be a family business, to, and they are the board. Sure, you know? yeah. Where do we? What happens next? Well, he dies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he like. I actually think this movie has some good transitions when when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like you just see like an action sequence, and it's like it stops. Still, yeah. it's like he's dead now. What didn't you like about it? If you don't mind me asking, like what? Why? Because I was enjoying. I enjoying it thoroughly. Like we had good acting. Like I said, as it progressed, I, I started to enjoy it a little mm-hmm. more. We just um, annoyed that you had to watch this and you didn't want to. I think that's part of it. <laughs> I think it's part of it, but I also think that. The story itself, it's my AKA. I've seen it so many times. I knew where it was going without even knowing what about it. What movie Kuchi. would you compare it to? Just, uh, just any rise and fall movie. Mm. You know? Like, okay. you're happy You're happy when you're struggling. You get to the top, and then you realize like it's Scarface. Not, it's Scarface. It's, it's any, anything mm-hmm. like that, where you finally get to the top, you're finally at the best part, and you realize your life fell apart. You know, it's, the, it's a cautionary tale again mm-hmm. that... Listen, it's a true story, which is great. It's just, I didn't need to watch it. That's all. That's but, all. I mean, these things play out again and again and again because, you know. That's greed. It's, it's, it's what human. happens. It's human nature, yeah. you know? I also, I had a thought. This is completely off topic, but I had a thought while I was watching this that I want to hear your takes on. Sure. Al Pacino. 
Yep. Yeah. He started out young actor in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Godfather, you know, Serpico, things like that. Yeah, very, Jack and Jill. Very, <laughs> uh, hold on. Very soft-spoken, yeah. you know. I, I want to talk about my father, you know, that type of shit. Great actor. Then we get to, like, the late 80s, 90s, Al changes. He becomes yelling out. Well, he wins his Oscar. Yeah, he becomes eccentric right. and scent of a woman. Loud. Hoo-ah! Yeah, uh, very famously. Aggressive. I know we all like to talk about <laughs> Devil's, uh, advocate. Devil's Advocate. <laughs> she had a great ass, and you got your head all the way up it. I think he's done with that now, and we've entered a final stage of Al. Where he's acting again. Yeah. I he's, loved Al in this. He's always acting. So though. this is my thing. I'm always, because I think you always, if you're a 70s film fan, mm-hmm. you fall into one of two camps. Mm-hmm. You're either a Pacino guy or a De Niro guy. Uh-huh. You could like them both, but ultimately you think one is better than the other. Like Elvis and the Beatles. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Pacino guy. I think he's the man. And like, I know De Niro has all the Scorsese shit under mm-hmm. his belt. And I don't think Pacino ever worked with Scorsese. Which seems like a missed opportunity. Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. So yeah, but other than Jack and Jill, Pacino never did joke shit where he became the butt of the joke. Uh Like Meet the Parents and Uh like Bad Grandpa and all that shit. He did it once. He did Jack and Jill. But De Niro's been doing this now since 2000. De Niro's legacy is is, is shit. 22 years of his career, he's been a fucking clown. Yes. Where he doesn't act. Right. Pacino... Really, like, even when he was hamming it up and yelling and shit, mm-hmm. he was still in real movies the entire time. Yes. And theater. And theater. Loves theater. Yeah, that's Mr. Shakespeare in the That's park. what I was yeah. about to, to tell you, is, yeah, he was doing the crazy shit, mm-hmm. but behind the scenes throughout his whole career, he's he's just done theater constantly. Right. He does, like, ha- like Hamlet and shit, like, mm-hmm. for just because just he loves it. This is so. the first Al movie we've watched? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. Where do you fall on it? Who, as, far, as far as what? Who do you like better, Pacino or De Niro? I mean, De Niro, young De Niro, into probably like Casino, he's unstoppable. De Niro's you know? highs are higher. De Niro's highs are higher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I don't know about but that. But his lows are lower. <laughs> like, is anybody cooler than Michael Corleone? No. Except for maybe Vito Corleone and Godfather too. <laughs> Possibly. Right. Um, I love Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, you ever see heat? I mean, Heat's great. Heat's great. Yeah, that's got both of them. Yeah. Serpico. Sir, yeah, look. Serpico's good. These, these are like some of the greatest films ever made. Yeah. yeah. By the way, we'll be doing all those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're arguing like who's yeah. the better guy. Really. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, De Niro, absolutely. I agree with you. Once he, he hit a certain point, pro- sometime around like 2000. Rocky and Bullwinkle two. was like the end of his career. Yeah. He became an ass clown after was that. Was that before or after Analyze This and That? And That's like that. before it. It's before. Like, Analyze This, the first one, I and, like it. and Meet the Parents, both very funny movies. I like both yeah, of them. Yeah, I like both yeah, of them. Yeah, they're both very funny movies. Once they continue, it's After that, somebody told him he's funny, and he's just been shit ever since. <laughs> I'm your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his big return that was supposed to be like his comeback. Joker? Well, not even that. I was going to say. Um, Irishman? The Irishman, where he got digitally de-aged and old man kicked a man on the street. <laughs> yeah. It looked horrendous. I think he's good in that movie, though. I did like that movie. That movie. Uh, you didn't like it? That movie was rough, dude. Really? That movie stunk. Really? You thought it stunk? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really good. Oh, I can't wait to do that then. That's going to be divisive. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it, so I, I'm... 
Yeah. Uh, don't make me watch that again. Oh, it's going to happen. No choice. No choice. <laughs> Eventually, it's not like we're going to watch it. Yeah, it's not week. like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. We <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's back, get back to uh, Gucci here. His father passes away, right? And you start to now see the cracks that have been going through the company. And one of those cracks is his father really didn't want to hand over the company to Maurizio, his, his shares, because he doesn't sign the paper for inheritance, which means he now owes $14 billion in taxes. Well, Lire, I think, right? Lire, yeah. Lire, yes. I think the movie um, implies, and I think this is probably the truth, that it was just like a, a clerical oversight. I don't think it was de- it was malicious or deliberate. Oh, yeah. Because he, he willed the fucking company to him. He willed the yeah. shares. Just because he didn't sign it. I mean, that's... Well, because it, he didn't sign it, that's the thing. That's what gets him later. That's well, no, because it wasn't signed, he was going to have to pay the taxes, which is still about fourteen million dollars in USD. Now, here's the thing, which is insane. So, this in real life was a thing that may or may not have happened. We really don't know. Aldo, in an attempt to rat fuck Maurizio told the Italian IRS basically yes. that the shit wasn't signed. That's later. No, but like I'm talking about in, real the, life, in yeah. the signature itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what eventually causes him to flee. So and then it got cleared up and like I don't think he ever actually has to deal with it. In real life, yeah, yeah. yeah. In real life, I don't think Maurizio ever ended up having to, you know, deal with this. Mm-hmm. But his stake was frozen at one point. And then he thawed it out, and it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's 1983. Yeah. Heart of glass is playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've realized recently? That you love Blondie? Yeah. Well, I, I what's the name of the... De, is Debbie Reynolds? What's Are you the, falling deep the, into the, an is that 80s Blondie? obsession? She's so hot. Debbie Reynolds was a hottie, yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize like, I'm going to turn you on was. to another 80s hottie, though. Okay. Oh, you might not know about Whoa. Remember Walk Like an Egyptian, the Bangles? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, the I know chick that. from the Bangles. Mm, great A. What about uh, <laughs> King Tut by I Steve got, Martin? That's uh, a- <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I got a good one for you guys. Daddy Cool. Born in Arizona, moved to Babylonia, <laughs> King Tut. <laughs> Why was he born in Arizona? What is that? It just rhymes. That is... <laughs> I just want to say F you for sending that to me. Yesterday. Just, just go fuck yourself. Yeah. Was it yesterday? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was I, yesterday. I sent, I sent these guys King Tut. Just I was thinking about it yeah, and yeah. how bad it is. I didn't mind the King Tut. I hated really? you for the next one that okay, you said. Okay, so the next one I said was King Trump. And it was a parody. Was like a 2016 parody of King Tut that someone made. <sighs> All about Trump. Yeah. And it's so cringy. It is the height of boomer humor. <laughs> my, my fiance sees my face and I have my, I have my hand on my face like he didn't just send this to me. <laughs> and I click, I click King Tut and I listen to her. She goes, oh, King Tut. And she starts singing along. And she I look knows at, it? Yeah, I look at her with abject horror. And she goes, what else did he send? What else did he send? And I play it. I, dude, I shit you not. She looks at me dead serious, goes, no. <laughs> she goes, you know you can't be his friend anymore. I'm like, I'm like that's not a possibility. <laughs> King Trump. <laughs> like she said it dead serious I actually think she probably like if we if I was like yeah you want to go over like ants tonight she's probably gonna be like I don't want to see him for at least a month <laughs> she wanted to kill me so <laughs> I was I was in tears by the way by the way uh when we get the YouTube channel up we're gonna do a couple of special episodes called was this ever funny we are 
Yeah, and we're just going to play, you know, random comedy bits, and they're shorter episodes. They'll be like 15, 20 minutes, and we're just going to dissect what the punchline is supposed to be, was this ever funny, and why did people like it? That's because we are comedic powerhouses, and no... We're cr- the we're, inner work. We have, we have, we have the, ch- the chops and, and clout to, to do this. Yes. To, to talk about people that are much more successful than us. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do every week on the show anyway. Fair point. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, everybody we've critiqued is more successful than us. <laughs> this is true. Anyway, so back to the movie. Lady Gaga's maid has a Gucci bag. Yeah. And Lady Gaga is mad about this. And she's she could tell like, it's you're a, a fake. What do you mean? You should not have this. Right. And she's like, "Where did you get it?" And of course, it's Chinatown. Yes, yep. bunch of knockoffs. And they go to Al Pacino, and they're like, "Yo, what's the deal with this?" And he's like, "Yeah, these are replicas we sell to make extra money." This is the beginning of his licensing shit. Yeah, where he he's degrading the. This is not the Gucci. They degrade the name of I'm Gucci. I'm not going to say he degrade the standard, but like the aura <laughs> around it. That's standard. The, that's standard. the character of it and the uh, reputation it had. The prestige. The prestige that's the word I was better. looking for. Yeah. Thank you. And this goes on to a point where Gucci's clout kind of falls, falls to where designers don't want to work for them anymore. And they're-, they're We see that in the as, fashion they're show. They're seen as yeah. hacks. Yeah. And Mauricio goes to a fashion show where, like, I I don't know who the character is supposed to be, but I, was it Versace? You don't know who. It's it's right. a guy named Just Walter, guy, I think. Yeah, who tells him like, yeah, we're not working for Gucci. Gucci's a joke. Yeah, yeah. you're a joke brand. No mm-hmm. one takes you seriously. And this happened in real life. Like that's this was Mauricio's kind of like passion. Yeah. He wanted to redeem the image of the company he wanted gucci to be respected again and where do you guys stand on that do you think that was the correct move to to hold it to like this is the rich gucci you gotta if you can't afford it you're not getting it or history tells us that was the right move it was it was the better move to fucking to fix it but then again gucci right now you could buy like a gucci coat for like Yes, bucks. the prices have fallen to the point where people can buy. Like regular it. people can buy but this, the, yeah. But it's still its image is is that of high fashion now. It's not. It's not. A, you still it's think not it's not clown shit. It's still high fashion. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I have a confession for you guys. Mm-hmm. I owned a, I owned a Gucci jacket at one point, and it like really it was very cool. comfortable, and it was not expensive at all. Yeah. So. I, I don't consider it high Look, fashion. It's not the, what, the I, price. What am is I not saying? The we're, thing. we're fashion. The price guys. is not the thing. It's the image. You know, that's where I have to disagree with you. It's a part of it. The price is what sets the the, the prestige yes. of something. Because I could have gold leaf plated something, and if I sell it for ten dollars, nobody's going to think it's prestigious. The process of redeeming the image is what will eventually get Mauricio fired and then murdered. But his everything he did fixed the company and saved it essentially turned it into a powerhouse in the 90s or was it the people who bought the other half of the company they just did what he wanted they followed his plan but they kicked him out for it yes because it failed but i'll tell you why because the cost i mean we were going to get to this in the movie but the cost of when he started to end the licensing agreements and get the 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 knockoff shit destroyed and gone, lost the company like $100 million. Mm. And in the short term, the investment people were like, fuck you. Yeah. But they kept doing what he was doing because he was also like buying all kinds of extravagant Personal shit, shit that yeah, he couldn't yeah, afford. And that's why they fired him. Yeah. They were willing to take the hit of the other shit, but 
it was that combined with his right. own spit. What's it? What's the word? Spindrift? Is that a word? Spendthrift means Spend cheap. Thrift. Yeah. No, no, he was just he was spending too much. Right. And do you agree with that problem? Where like where do you stand? Do you, would you like to sell something like expensive and prestigious or just mass and sell okay. capitalist? This kind is of thing? this is what I, I I gotta say, and this is my confession. Yeah. These are my confessions. Yeah, I'm like Usher. <laughs> All right. This is I've gotta confess, I love high end boutique brand name shit. Do you really? And the only thing I don't that own anything. I because I can't afford it, but I desperately more than anything <laughs> want to buy all high end. Like if it was up to me, I would only like be wearing wearing shit from like Neil Pearl, like um, Omega. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Like just Omega is a watch company. Omega is a watch company, yeah. but like Omega. Omega. No, no, no. It's not. It's no. If you watch Casino Royale, yeah. Like how's it spelt? Omega. Omega. It's Omega, but, but it's Omega. Yeah. I think because they're Swiss, but in the, there's a scene. Daniel Craig has the Omega watch on, and Vesperlin goes, "What is that? A Rolex?" And he goes, "Omega." And you like that? I love it. But do, would, you, would you, if you had the the cash, would you go Rolex or Omega? You want Omega? My dream is you just want to be Bond. My dream is an Aquaterra 300M <laughs> Omega Seamaster Blueface. So if we're successful, Wait, where where are you about to buy one of those? Like you were gonna take out ridiculous credit cards and stuff. Did yeah, you go in and like fuck with a a salesperson. <laughs> I spent like hours one time in a uh, in an Omega bo boutique, and they definitely thought I was gonna rob it because I rolled up in sweatpants, looking like a bum, <laughs> and I like took out a credit card for them, and I was gonna actually buy the six thousand dollar watch, uh -huh. and oh, I stopped 6, myself. Yeah. It's a lot for a watch. So you run away? It's a lot for a watch. I yeah. got the credit card, but I just never used it. You could buy a car for, for that amount. Like a used but I, car. Like, I love brand name shit. And like, oh, shit. if I had the money, like if I was like Elon Musk rich, like I would be fucking looking like that and spending all my money on that shit. Mm -hmm. I feel so like billionaires I do have never to really dress like that, though. That's why they're billionaires, and that's yeah. why I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a billionaire aspect. Anyway, back to the <laughs> Through movie. all of this, Lady Gaga is becoming accustomed to the rich person lifestyle. She's, She's becoming evil, too. Is she evil? She's not evil. Uh, she's, she's becoming. She's trying more to get her husband to rise up to, to take over the business. At this point, no. At this point, she's actually trying to get Aldo arrested and to split up well, the powers. Paolo is a piece of shit, and he gives them tax information that Aldo has not been paying taxes, which they use to fuck over him and get him locked up. So everything I've seen about yeah. this, okay, they're not involved in it. It's all Paolo. Oh, it's oh, just right. Paolo who does this in real life. Yeah. He like, just fucks his father. They make it seem like they coerced him a little bit into give, getting that info and using it against them. But it's really Paolo hates everyone because they, like all of, like I said, there's the three brothers and Aldo and they fight over shit constantly with Mauricio as well. Like all of them are just constantly, it's family bickering shit. Mm -hmm. And Paolo wants to go out on his own at one point. Which they show in the movie, he makes his own line of stuff. Well, that's after his father gets arrested. He does no, it. Before he gets arrested, Aldo fired him and sued him for using the name yes, of his yes. shit. Yes, yeah. In real life. That whole thing where that his, happened. his wife is singing opera and he's having that's like the a fashion, fashion show. show. That's what yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. That happened in real life, too. 
But that's that's after the firing. Well, now and I'm the, sorry, after, after the arrest. So they, yeah, Paolo leaks the fact that he's they've been evading taxes. What the way the, what, what's been happening is all of the profits in the American stores are going into offshore accounts that aren't being taxed or anything. So he told the IRS what they were doing, and had his father arrested for a year. Is one, that one of the scummiest things you could do? Absolutely, pretty scummy. But one year for billions of dollars. Mm. It wasn't billions. It's hundreds of millions, though. It's still a lot. 70s money, 80s money. It's also when you have money like that, you never really suffer the consequences. All of them have hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, Yeah. they're all loaded. Yeah. (laughs) So now Paolo is getting his chance to shine. It's Paolo's chance to shine. I'm going to do my big fashion show. (laughs) And it's like a big deal. Everyone's there and like his wife is singing opera. And then they get shut down, and Paolo like is going. <laughs> he sounds so like bad. Mario after he falls off a cliff in Mario Kart. <laughs> a Wario. It's, Lu- it's Luigi when he gets hit with a green shell. That's exactly what it is. Wow. Like, if you're if you're the director of this, you're Ridley Scott. Like, you're probably one of the most famous directors in the world, right? Yeah. Like that's that's not even an argument. And you see this performance with that accent. Why do we just be like, hey, listen, Jared, you might want to dial that back a little bit, right? I like, disagree. I thought he you was, actually think it was great. I enjoyed it. It was so silly. Well, it is, is silly. Is he's a mo- silly guy. Is this movie a comedy? Yes, partially. No, it's a Christmas movie. You're supposed, over this. Yeah, You're supposed to laugh with him, you know, with Paolo. Uh, Are he's, you? He's the comedic relief. Are you? Like, he's just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be that, though. I think that's just like. It's so bad, it's funny. I think it's ambiguous, and you could take it either yeah, way. I enjoyed it. Like, I was loving Paolo. It Every was time enjoyable. he's on screen, oh, bo- oh boy, so Paolo's silly. back. Paolo's the best thing in the movie. Yes! I, I laugh every time he's on screen. mouse up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were cracking up, and it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Why did you do that? <laughs> no one has ever You know what it sounds like? It sound. sounds like pee-pee from South Park. Pee pee. Yeah, I wonder Johnny they, Depp. He making me cry. <laughs> Poppy. Um, yeah. No, I am. Go- I, know, I know you were doing the barber, but I am going to make a something a special for you, Jerry. <laughs> anyway, so Paolo confronts them, and they're like, "We want to buy the shares from you. We want to buy you out." And the next scene is well paolo says no he's not giving them the shares the next scene is driver running away on a motorcycle from the italian irs and he gets to switzerland this really happened yes because his own family ratted him out to the italian police about the signature they tried to fuck him now what happened is his personal like driver found out through a cop that they were coming and he tipped off Adam Driver, Maurizio, Mm -hmm. and he's like, get on the motorcycle and head up to Switzerland. Right. Wow. And he gets there, and Switzerland does not extradite to Italy. Right. And he was safe there because they have like estates Mm -hmm. everywhere. They just went skiing and sleeping with women, stuff like that. So in the movie, in the in the movie, this happens, but in real life, before this happens, he's already left his wife and children. He just went out one day. He said, "I'm going on a business trip." Yep. And he left (laughs) and just never came back. He did a quick bounce? He did yeah. a QB on his wife and wow. kids. Such a scumbag. He's a scumbag. Okay. He is great a piece of shit. He did the millionaire equivalent of like pack of smokes. Yeah, right. Wow. It would be over a decade 
before the events that, you know, the climax of the movie would happen. And that whole time he has like, I'm sorry, no, over a decade before they officially divorce. But he has uh, Lady Gaga, his wife, on a um, like a, a stipend that he gives her every like a yeah like he takes care things, of them. yeah not, it's not yeah, even like yeah. official he just gives the money right to he was gonna have to anyway alone. yeah right and he has his Goomars mm-hmm. and in real life his they Goomars ha- <laughs> I love Goom- fuck is a Goomar you don't know you what Goomar Goomar is Goomar Goomar I mean Brian, <laughs> Brian was doing the uh, the American version yeah. <laughs> I wasn't saying <laughs> Yeah, if you're saying it like, you know. The way you're supposed to say it? on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look. He has his gumas, you know, if you want to say it that way. How do you say mozzarella? How do I say it? Yeah. Mozzarella. Yeah. <laughs> Stop like, it. Like it's ga- like nails on a chalkboard to the entire Oh, God, make a up. Capicol. Stop now it. that one I do gabagol. <laughs> you say proscutio? <laughs> lasagna? I say lasagna. Yeah. That one I do do. I'll mispronounce shit just to like annoy my wife. But when I was a waiter, I would mispronounce items at oh, like yeah. the table all the time. On Filet purpose. Mignon. On purpose. Yeah. Filet mignon, yeah. I remember the great, like whenever, whenever we would answer the phones at Applebee's and people would order to go, they'd go... Can I get a quesadilla? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> you don't know how to say quesadilla? I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, it, they do it on purpose. Like Brian. Like, he's doing it on purpose. What I would do when I worked as a waiter at, at a couple of restaurants, and people would order ranch dressing, like, okay, one ranch. And, <laughs> and they'd be like, they'd be like, ranch? I'd be like, yeah, that's actually the real name of it because it came from France. We just have a, we've just Americanized it and we call it ranch, but it's actually ranch. And I would call it ranch dressing. It's complete bullshit. Ranch. Ranch. You need my ranch dressing. So uh, he's Christmas skiing. In the movie, yeah, yeah. Adam Driver, there's Christmas tunes playing. See, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Lady Gaga shows up, and they have a fight in front of company. Yeah, yeah. He's being a real piece of shit. Yeah. Maurizio yeah, yeah. is, like, unlikable at this point. Yeah, he's awful. At the same point, she's also unlikable, too. I kind of am rooting for her, like, the whole movie. The movie wants you to root for her. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like they, they make it like he just gets fed up with her... Doing stuff behind his back. Like, the movie toned down her naggy wife shit, from what I understand, as far as, like, the real woman, the real Patrizia. Uh, She, like, was... She was, like, a real bitch on wheels, essentially. (laughs) I feel like they portray her like that in this. Not really. I mean, she seems pretty reasonable. The the reason why he got back involved, he didn't want to, it was her. The reason why the uncle got arrested was her. The reason why Paul's stuff got messed up was her. It was never him. It was all her. That's why he left her. But he just let her do it. He just let her run... Him and then he got yeah, and then he got monster. Fed up. Yeah, I like believe what he's that weak. Yes, yeah. that then he got fed up and was like, no, I don't. Because he's not weak. This anymore. He's a he's actually a calculating motherfucker. Yeah, like like I, he's he's evil, but she's just as bad. Yo, she's not a nice person. Yeah. But, as we'll see by the end of the movie. Right, right. Yeah. You're supposed to like her. I think they they toned down her unlikability in the movie. For I, sure. I, I disagree with the like thing. I think you're supposed to dislike them both. But that's just me though. I think you're supposed to f- 
view her as sympathetic and understand why she does what she does. He's a complete piece of garbage. He abandoned her. Yeah. And like yeah. maybe she, maybe it was only for money that she loved him, but like that's still his wife. Right. You oh, know? Yeah, With his children. Exactly. Yeah. So there's Christmas morning and they give gifts. The daughter gets a Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. And a forehead kiss for her. And she gives him like a really nice watch, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Was it I think might have been an Omega. <laughs> it's some sort of really nice Swiss watch. <laughs> foam. And then he gives her a gift card to Bloomingdale's. Yes. And she's devastated. Yes. And then he kisses her forehead. <laughs> and now you know painful. the more the marriage is over. Right. Forehead kisses are painful when you actually want a real kiss. That that hurt. And you he, felt that one. He reconnects with some woman named Paula that he knew. Yeah. Paula. <laughs> nobody nobody's gonna know. That. I know. <laughs> I, that was for your benefit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send you back to Milan. Oh, why do you hate me? It's like you're going back to Milan. Like what what? what? You're going back to a mansion. Yeah, she's but sad. She wants she, to be with her broke husband. broke his family. I mean, she, he broke Yeah, he broke, exactly. <laughs> he broke the family. You don't understand why she'd be upset about this? Oh, no. I mean, I feel like she should have saw it coming. She she did some bad things. She he broke does him, bad things. Not to him. I took it. Maybe I I'm took sorry, this wrong. I'm sorry. I guys. believe I, I have to do this. I have to pull a Steven. Yeah, we have to we have to pause the show. We're gonna talk. You okay. got a shit? I got a shit. I thought okay. we were gonna talk about transportation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna focus on some weird thing. <laughs> yeah, pause. So when we come back to the movie, the next thing is that Gucci meets with Iraqis. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he Maurizio. gives them some nice shoes. He gives rare shoes. Yeah. Yes, which I don't know about you guys, but. Being a little bit older now, being being in the age of the gentleman, one would say, I think you need to own a pair of shoes like that. I think you need to own like a nice pair of leather shoes. leather dr brown dress shoes specifically. Black dress shoes are normal. You have those since you're a kid. S brown dress shoes, shoes specifically, I think, are a little more classier nowadays. It's almost like boat shoes. I I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think a gentleman should have a pair of shoes like that. I am no gentleman. You don't I own a pair do of not shoes like own that. a pair of shoes uh, like that. Brian, do you? I do kind of, yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah so we, there's one gentleman here, or one person who's not a gentleman, I should say. He's a fucking animal. Fucking. He doesn't deserve our respect. Yeah. Get off the table. Our company. <laughs> Shame this man. Boo! <laughs> so we get another scene that I find hysterical. Paolo picks up Al Pacino from prison at an airport yeah. and they get lost in the parking lot looking for a Fiat. <laughs> and it's right next to them. It's right next to them. I was thinking of the Seinfeld episode the whole oh, time yeah, in yeah, the garage. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. It's just so silly. How do you not think he's not the comic relief? He is, but I don't think it's intentional. I just think it's like, oh, look, he's a fuck up. That's clearly intentional. Yeah. So we find out that Paolo sold all his Gucci shares. Mm -hmm. And they're done. They're they're dead. It's like, but yep. he sold them to Maurizio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What what they're kind of streamlining here is when he went to the Arabs, uh, they're like an investment firm. He's using them to buy out his family members because mm -hmm. he wants he wants them out of the picture so that he can run the company alone, pretty much. He'll have full control with these them. He'll Arabs. be the majority shareholder. Exactly. And that's what happens, you know. But once once uh, once he all he has to do is take out one of them, and now he. 
is undisputedly the majority. He has over 50. Exactly. He could do whatever he wants, basically. Uh, The psychic tells Gaga uh, that, you know, your husband is having an affair where it's like, you didn't realize that when he just left you, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And then I think they tried dropping off divorce papers. The lawyer, Richard Harrow, who we haven't spoken about, Domenico shows up. That's Richard Harrow. You didn't realize that? No. Richard Harrow from Boardwalk. That's why he's so cool in this. (laughs) (laughs) This is a whole house. (laughs) He's the best character in that, right? In in Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, yeah. I loved loved Jimmy. Jimmy's great. Mm. Nucky's great. The the whole show is amazing. (laughs) I like how, like, every couple of episodes, we just talk about how awesome Boardwalk Boardwalk Empire (laughs) (laughs) is. So, Domenico is played by Jack uh, Houston, or Huston? Houston, right? Of the famous Houstons from film. The Astros. Yeah, the Astros. (laughs) Congratulations on the World Series. (laughs) So, oh, Angelica Houston, Huston, Hudson, Angelica Houston, Houston. It's, They're related. H U S T O N. Are they related? I don't know if he's related to her, but I know they're a famous film family. Oh, she was in. She was Morticia Adams. Let's look it up. Yeah, yeah. go to the laptop. John Houston. He won Oscars and shit. He was a director. Oh. Legendary. He his kids were his kids are you know big deals to Angelica ah so yeah they are related okay so this guy playing Domenico the lawyer shows up to Lady Gaga and he tries to serve her with papers mm-hmm. divorce she papers. won't take them. she will not take the papers <laughs> which is kind of like I get it but the divorce has already happened it's just like you're getting right. money from him right. you're not seeing him. Like you're you're basically already divorced. You might as well have just fucking did, signed right. it. You know, make it official so at least you're officially getting the money because now you just cut you off at any time. So when they do finally get divorced, the this is in reality. Yeah, she ends up with like a monthly stipend of over eight hundred thousand dollars a month. Holy crap! She's going yeah. broke. Um, yeah, it's destitute. You know, the kids are all taken care of. She's still insanely wealthy. She cannot She's live the life she was accustomed to. But exactly. So here's here's what it is. She is, it's less about the money. It's more about she considers herself to be part of the business. She's a Gucci. Right? She... She sees, like, the the scrap she's getting from him as, like, nothing, and she wants the whole thing. And now that this woman, Paola's in the picture, if she, if they have kids... Uh, Maurizio the money gets diluted. Woman. Yeah, her her children are going to receive less in the future, you know, from him, and possibly could even be replaced the inheritance altogether, you know. So she starts to come up with some uh, interesting ideas, and she starts leaving voicemails. Yes, like every day. Yeah, Bad like move. she'll record herself on cassettes, being like, "I fucking hate you. I'm going to kill you." Yes, and mail it to him. Yes, Bad leaving on his answering machine. She goes around town, like asking people, like if they could find someone to help her kill this man. It was not hard for the police to to figure out what <laughs> happened here. <laughs> I didn't know I married a monster. You didn't. You married Gucci. <laughs> like that's such a douche thing to say. Yes. That's so douchey. What are you doing? Well, yeah, you're not supposed Ugh. to like him. <laughs> How do you talk like that? So to this day, Patrizia still receives 1.47 million a year in alimony from the estate. God. Wow. That's even insane. though she murdered him. Yup. While she wow. was in jail, she was getting it too. 
She's out of jail now, right? She yeah, is out of, out of jail. And she was actually was like very years. angry that Lady Gaga did not meet with her. Why? For her, like, she was like, Lady Gaga was good casting. I thought she was good in the movie. Mm-hmm. But she's like, Lady Gaga should have met with me and spoke with me so she could, like, give an even better performance. She's not wrong. Wow. You're a 72-year-old murderer. <laughs> She's not I don't wrong. blame... No, Lady Gaga doesn't need to meet you. Right. <laughs> so you can, like, try to put it a certain way that you want it to be, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, Lady Gaga's totally justified. A lot justified. of actors do that, though. They do meet with who they're about to portray. I think it's fine. It's not like... Uh, it's not Ray, common. I, I think Ray Liotta spoke with Henry Hill, right? Yes. Uh, most actors that are portraying a real person meet with the real person. Leonardo DiCaprio met, met with yeah. Jordan Belfort for Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But there's a difference between an embezzler and yeah. an actual murderer. You know, she had sure, someone killed. Yeah. Like, sure, yeah. She's not a murderer, technically. Well, no. She was the... Now, she, uh, there's a scene here where she is, she's been hanging out with the psychic a lot. Pina's her friend now. Well, yeah, I, They before, have a mud bath. We're yes. missing a scene. Looks a lot of... Oh, you don't want to... Because I want to actually invite you guys to have a mud bath with me. Yes. Would you, would you be... Mud? Only by candlelight. <laughs> you know what I love about mud? <laughs> It's dirty and it's clean at the same, same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Mario Brothers. It's dirty and clean at the same time. What did we miss? So there's a scene which I love where it's the Iraqis with Al Pacino and Paolo, and oh, they're yeah. selling the final yeah. shares. And Pacino is like crying and he's sad about the company. He's like, those shoes. He made them. He's like, I made those. And he's like, how did you get those? And at that moment, the Iraqi stands up and he goes over and he brings in Adam Driver. Yeah, he's like, there's no way I could hide this. And Adam Driver's like, yup, I'm here. And Al Pacino breaks things like, this is really what you want? You want like us out of the fucking company? And he breaks down crying. It's really sad. The family's destroyed. They're dead. Family's done. And they sell their shares. Which I, I don't know how much they sold them for, but I'm assuming it's a lot. Oh, it's hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, because they wanted to buy out Maurizio for $150 million. So you have to assume it's a, at least a quarter of that. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> but they're splitting that four ways. Well, they, they, I'm sure they sure. all have their own deals, you know. Yeah, that's true. But at this point, now... Basically, Maurizio owns the company, more or less. Like, he could do what he wants. Yeah. And what he does is he goes finds a young guy named Tom Ford. All right, I want to talk about Tom Ford. Okay. I love Tom Ford. You love Tom you Ford? You love Tom Ford. I love Tom Ford. I want Tom Ford suits so bad. Is, there a is this a famous guy? Tom Ford is a famous fashion designer. Mm-hmm. He saved the Gucci brand in the 90s. Yes. Now, the reason I love Tom Ford, I'm sure you guys are going to be able to guess... James Bond. Bond. He's uh, done. He's done. I'm pretty sure all the Bond suits from Quantum of Solace on. They're all Tom Ford suits. Oh, really? But in addition to that, Tom Ford decided to start making movies. Really? And he directed them. He's directed two movies. I only saw one of them. One of them is called Nocturnal Animals, which I thought was a really good fucking movie. Okay. And I thought he was a good director. I think he's like a really good like artist. Like, no jokes aside. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a really, like, talented dude. He's making movies. He's making fashion statements. Yeah. yeah. He designs <laughs> a hell Gucci. of a tuxedo. Mm. Saving Gucci. 
He has a man and assless chaps. Yeah. That everybody seemed to enjoy. They loved it. Fashion shows are the most ridiculous things ever. Yes. Because yeah. Every- no one, it's, it's shit no human being would ever wear. Yeah. I don't get why they Actually, exist. I think Jared Leto, there's a famous picture of him at a fashion show and he sees a green suit and he's all excited. Mm. And like a week later, he's in the green suit. Yeah, you have to yeah, be You like have to be a crazy person. You have to no be like a cartoon character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or just really gay. <laughs> yeah. Like, the yeah. gays go gaga over this. But even Pun so, intended. I think they... Oh, why do you think they have Lady Gaga in here? Eh? I... <laughs> I think they go gaga over it, like looking at it. But some of these outfits are so ridiculous, no one would ever wear. Right? It's like, like here's a toilet seat on my head. Yeah, you know, it's shit they'll like have, that. They'll have something stupid, and then they'll have something that is real, and people will buy it. It's a mix of the two. They do have real fashion shows where, like, you'll have a dress come out, and like a bunch of women will buy that dress. How do we feel about show. Zoolander? How do you feel about being a little monster? Is the better question. <laughs> Ra 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 ra. <laughs> Zoolander's hysterical. Zoolander is. What's hysterical. the best yeah. Gaga song? That one. Uh, Bad Romance. Yeah. That's the actual uh, best Gaga song. Yes. Really? I think she makes real music though. Like not the pop, outside of the pop. No, stuff. she doesn't. No, no, she does. I swear, she makes real music. Like outside of the pop stuff, she uh-huh. she does like she could play piano and and sing. Like, She's really. talented. Yeah, yeah, she has talent. Yeah, yeah, sure, but her music is that. Her actual best song, I think, is "I'm on the Edge." How's that? Going? Yes. I'm on yeah. the edge of glory. Oh, yes. It's that like, well, it's 80 sounding. She's actually singing. That paparazzi. Paparazzi's fun. She really made big waves in 2009. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Just a, like that album, like every song was like a number one hit. I'll say this for her. As far as the bubblegum shit pop goes, she did stand out from them and was decidedly better. Right? Sure. Than like your run of the mill. She had stuff more talent. That was happening yeah. at the times. But then again, you like also have the people like the Black Eyed Peas you know. song, <laughs> or the or the Katy Perry's. I got to admit, I love Katy Perry. You just like a tits. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, like she's like one of the hottest human beings to ever exist. But <laughs> yeah, that's all I need for my pop stars. Right. All their music is garbage. Right. Like Lady Gaga though is like a clown to begin with. Like she's wearing meat dresses and yeah. shit. It's like, and she got her attention, and now she like she's you know, abandoned that completely. She doesn't need it anymore, right? But that helped her. She also robbed Madonna's career. Like it's the same shit. Oh yeah, but I feel like that. Sh- no, that's Madonna just- was way more sexually oriented than and Gaga was. Gaga. Gaga doesn't have the same, not the same level. She has like one or two songs where Madonna's whole career was that. Isn't Poker Face about faking an orgasm? I think yeah. so. That's yeah. one of the songs I'm talking about. Yeah. That's like her second song. Yeah. Like Madonna had Dude, that song. It's the Madonna has shit. a sexual career. Gaga has a sexual like, album. It's, it's <laughs> literally the songs sound like Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe you have a point. <laughs> I think Britney, I think every generation kind of gets their own of those. Well, it's the crops. But yeah, Lady Gaga is, you know, a pop star. Yes. But she hasn't been doing pop stuff. Like she used to. I thought we were getting away from the old man talk. Let's get back to the movie. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> she hires some killers. So they go to a, a, like a <laughs> shitty outdoor pizzeria. Yeah. yeah. And they hire two people and they're like, look, we got to do research. We got to yeah. do prep. And she's like, time. just speed it up. Yeah. Kill him. And from what I understand, this is pretty much how it went down. Yeah. yeah. Like she got Pina and Pina found like a guy, a doorman that worked at like a shitty hotel in the worst part of Milan. 
And he found him and his pizza friend, and they were like, let's, well, his, let's kill his this guy. pizza friend. <laughs> so uh, they say, like, she, she goes, who's going to do it? And the guy looks and goes, Sicilian. And just kind of, like, nods back. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's a mob guy. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. So anytime you hear a story about someone trying to do a hit or pay a hitman, it's either a fed who busts them <laughs> or it doesn't work out. Right? But I guess we well, wouldn't no, hear because, about well, yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't it, hear about the good ones. I know. Regular people that live in, like, regular society that aren't criminals, they have a real hard time crossing over into the criminal world. It seems like, anyway. Yeah. You know? You're either that or you're not. Yeah. yeah. Right. You either know the inner workings of what you're supposed to do you or you can't get just, caught. like, part-time into the crime world <laughs> and then leave. You're you know? Jimmy Hoffa. There ain't no such things as halfway crooks. Right. That's from a rap song by Mob Deep. I know so you don't know it. They no, uh they say I know, I'm gonna I, I'm only paying you six hundred uh, million lira. Yeah. That is three hundred sixty five thousand US dollars today. Okay. To give you an estimation of about what that was. And they were getting half before the hit and half after. Yeah. So that's don't an miss. that's an expensive expensive head right there. Who's shorter, Gaga or or Salma Hayek? Gaga, I think. Okay, Gaga's shorter. Salma Hayek, I feel like, is a little tall. No. No? No, midget. Salma Hayek's a midget? Oh, yeah. With those, uh, those breasts? She's hot, but she, she's not a real midget, but she's very short, is what I'm saying. Oh, so I would assume Gaga's <laughs> taller then, but I don't, I don't know. know. Lady Gaga is 5'1". Uh-huh. That's short. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Napoleon. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon's actually 5'7". Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was a common... That was British propaganda. Era. It was yeah. British propaganda. Yeah. yeah, it was. Salma Hayek is 5'2". Oh, they're basically the Salma same beef. size. <laughs> they're so <Yeah>. tiny. <laughs> the two of them just running around on set. Everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> Watch out where you step. <laughs> I never knew how short Lady Gaga was. No, the movie like, really shows it all. Yeah, but like when you would see her old music videos and stuff, mm-hmm. I guess because she's in stilettos, uh, yeah, I always yeah. thought she was like tall and slender. Mm-hmm. That's camera magic, man. That means when we're on film, we can make you look taller. God, I hope so. <laughs> 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 I'm going to sit on an Apple box. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and they shoot him. Well, right? not yet. In between there, uh, he has a meeting again and they want to buy him out. Oh, yeah, yeah. we missed that scene. Yeah. And they want to buy them out for 150 million because they're not seeing the returns that they were promised. Right, which is true. Which is true. And uh, they're bleeding money. Yeah. This is a good dramatic scene for the movie, but in reality, he was already fired. Mm-hmm. They got rid yeah. of him. Yeah. So uh, he was already getting paid. Like yeah. And yeah. he was squandering. This is this is what kind of was the catalyst for her deciding to kill him. He was squandering the wealth. He was blowing the fortune. He's blowing the fortune. Like, he's buying ridiculous shit. He was investing in bad investments, and she saw that he was wasting their kid's inheritance and could possibly, you know, give it all to this new woman on the- on His guma. His guma. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So it was like, get him out of the picture, we'll get the money and move on. When he is killed, the movie shows us her evicting Paula from the house. Great scene that actually happened. Happened three hours after he was dead. Oh yep. my God. She shows up with the eviction notice. <laughs> and doesn't she write, she writes in her journal, Paradiso, Paradis. heaven. Real. She writes yep. heaven. On the you day he died. just wrote, I did it. Yes. <laughs> and well, she should have wrote a book, if I did it, here's yes. how. <laughs> <laughs> She moved into the house that her now deceased ex-husband and girlfriend were living in and starts living uh, in the house. Not highway. girlfriend. What 
Did they get married? No, but um, I think there's another term. Guma. Guma. <laughs> Gumar. Gumar. The Gumar. <laughs> Sounds Western. And just started Gumar. living the high life for two years before the police finally caught up with her and arrested her. The day she was arrested, she they showed up at her house at four in the morning and she was like, hang on a sec, and put on a big giant fur coat and diamonds and was like, I don't go anywhere without this. Oh my god. <laughs> and then they took her to, they took her to jail and immediately confiscated all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> The cops are like, I'm buying my wife new jewelry. <laughs> so this is my big problem with the movie. Yeah. I think it wraps up too quick at this point after he's dead. Well, it's not, I, there's nothing else to say. What do you want to say? I want to <laughs> see, see the investigation. I want to see a little bit. Like, how, So he's killed, and then the next scene is the court. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know how they put it together. She's I, like, I'm a Gucci. Just like one scene. <laughs> the pizza guy who was the getaway driver, mm-hmm. he ended up confessing. Did he? Uh, yeah. The cops tracked down everybody piece by piece, and that was that. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. And, and she and she made a, like, a dramatic show in court. Like, she stopped wearing the ridiculous outfits and would show up in like regular clothes with a rosary bead and started and like acting like she's <laughs> innocent. She tried to play uh, insanity, too. Yes, all that because she had had a brain tumor in like 1991. Yep, and this is another thing that made her hate him. He, she had a brain tumor and they had it removed. And when she was in the hospital, he just sent her flowers. He didn't show up to see her or anything. (laughs) He's a garbage piece of garbage. (laughs) He's a Gucci. He's not a monster. He's a Gucci. He he was a real piece of shit. It seems. But Adam Driver, good actor. Yep. Oh yeah. So when he's not Kylo Renning. He's good in basically everything he's I like him. Yeah. So the movie ends and we find out, you know, Al Pacino dies. Paolo, uh, poor Paolo, he a die a penniless. Paolo die penniless Aldo. So ridiculous. Yeah, uh, the Gucci company, yeah. not a single Gucci in it anymore. Hasn't nope. been since this incident. But they're successful. They're successful. Richard Harrow, Domenico yeah. has turned it into a giant successful yep. billion dollar organization. With that and Tiffany's, right? Well, Domenico is the Italian lawyer, so I guess he's the CEO of... Oh, I'm thinking of the other guy. Yeah. yeah okay. He was. He's not anymore. He. Oh, no? Yeah. He they say they say it in the credits like that he he was he was in charge of the company for a like, long time from like two until like two thousand ten or something. Well, I guess yeah. he's an older guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, that is the House of Gucci. What'd you think? I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna say it was a bad movie. Uh, like I said, it's it's fine. By the way, personally I, boring. I think it was boring. Did you guys before go seeing this movie? Did you know any of this? I knew a little bit about the Gucci like. Lineage. I didn't know he got killed or anything. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with the Italian fashion designers getting shot in the 90s? Versace. Uh, Versace, Italians, yeah. Dude. Italians. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't help yourselves? We can't. That's, but that's what made me think of like the Pazzi conspiracy and like uh, the Medicis and shit. It's like a new version of that. <laughs> Definitely. But that's just, that's, it's just the same story again, over and over. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I it was just boring. It was slightly interesting to see it, like, and play out and watch, like, the downfall of this person, quote unquote. But it just, I, it was boring to me. Yeah, my performance, it did, it did not do anything yeah. for you, Steve. Come How on. did this do? How did this do? So this came out. It had bad timing, right? It, it was a, it's kind of one of those pandemic movies, yeah. you know? So it kind of was, like, on streaming pretty quick. But let's pull up those numbers. So the movie I never I've never heard of it. Like I knew nothing about this movie. The movie cost 75 million. 
Okay. And, and it's star-studded. And it made <laughs> $154 million, which means it basically broke even. What? It made double. Oh, yeah, I guess. Basically, you always take the budget of the movie and double it, and that's kind of, you can account for, like, ads and all oh, that. Oh, I see. Okay. So right. $154 million means it all basically right. so broke even. it wasn't even. a loss. Was it well-received, by, like, critically? It mixed. Yeah? Yeah. Like, the reaction of this table is, like, kind of the reaction it got. Did you like it? I like you it, and I it. don't. You know, like, it's 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 okay. On your scale of Christmas movies, does this get you in the Christmas spirit? This is, like, right up there with It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's like Elf, House of Gucci, and you, uh, It's a Wonderful what Life. What would you rate it? Uh, realistically, out of, ten, out of your five scale, what, what would you rate it? I would give it a two and a half. Two and a half? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Two and a half. Oh, out of out five. Out of five, 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 yeah. Out of five. So, I don't like the five. I like the ten. I'm going to give it a... Yeah, we know. I'll I, I give it a six and a half. Six okay. And a half. I gave a five and a half. Like, just average. Yeah, average it's movie. fine. Yeah. You know. Not bad. I thought he hated it, and he's giving it like a half score. I hated it at the beginning, and then it grew on me later on, but I just... Mm. I, I can't say it's a bad movie because it's not completely bad. I just the story itself left me wanting more. That's all. Ah, uh, you know, I didn't do I didn't it. believe it. Enough to do the accent. <laughs> Would you have preferred Al Pacino yelling more? I think Al Pacino probably was the better part of the movie. She's got a great bag. I, I think Al Pacino <laughs> actually was more so the heart of the movie than anything. Um, I definitely did not like a lot of the uh, the choices for who was playing the characters. I don't think Lady Gaga was the right choice. I She's don't a think perfect choice. Leto, Leto was the right choice. I, I thought Gaga was great. She's perfect. Yeah. Looks like her. Yeah. She was splendid. She was yeah. a joy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's your own thing. Shop, but don't return. She had a nice hiney, too. <laughs> oh, of course. Great body. Oh, great body. The dead body. The dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that movie? <laughs> Men in Black? <laughs> you know, the historical epic? Well, we don't know. It's 1960s World Fair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch it. yeah how, how far can we stretch the concept? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, MIB headquarters is the Native American Museum. Really? Where yeah. MIBs is at? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a good cover. It's also the museum from uh, Ghostbusters 2. He is Vigo! Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. See you guys later. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on all social media. Reviewing History Pod on Instagram. Our View History on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd. All that good stuff. What's up? I don't know what you're saying. Just speak. Did you have a drawing? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do have a drawing. This one's pretty simple. Simple. It's two G's. <laughs> it's the logo. It's the, the logo. logo. Yeah. But, I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's Aren't a very poorly version. Wait, Brian, isn't the, the one G supposed to be backwards? Yes. There's multiple versions of the logo. Brian just put two, just put G's, two G's on top of each other. <laughs> it's like the one G supposed to be backwards. Yeah. It's one forward G, one backwards No, there's G. like two different versions. What? <laughs> it's no. different versions of the logo. Yeah. Well, anyway, continue. <laughs> follow us on all social media <laughs> you know all that good stuff 
Don't look it up. <laughs> uh, our Twitter is rviewhistorypod. Send us an email, reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. If we get enough emails, we'll do a special episode where we read the emails and talk about them. Uh, follow me on all social media at Brian Rupert. That's with two Ps. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Tell Him Steve Dave Lannis Record here. We will see you next week with Titanic. Bye.